Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you're almost at 60% of the national population saying they're within a couple of hundred dollars of not being able to pay their bills at the end of the month, when you have 40% of the national population saying higher interest rates could drive them toward bankruptcy, those are alarming numbers. And perhaps it's time for the federal government of this country, headed by Mr. Trudeau with the finance minister and deputy prime minister, Ms. Freeland, and the environment minister, to start to pay attention to what's happening to real people. Dr. Eric Cam joins us, macroeconomics professor at Ryerson University. First of all, Eric, I'd like your thoughts on what you heard from Wes Cowan. And then let's segue directly to a story. This was in the National Post. It was a story that they did some uh, surveying. A significant number of economists see recession on the horizon for Canada. What do you say? Well, hi, Roy. Thank you for having me on today. I have a couple things to respond to. The first one is I'd like to say my condolences to Guy Lafleur's family. I've just watched my two hockey heroes be taken in a seven-day span. And I never met the man, but I sure loved him. And I think a lot of us feel the same way. It's been a very, very hard week. Picking up on your previous interview, I'm really glad that Mr. Cowan said what he did because you mentioned real people and average people, which most of this country is. And I'm not 100% sure our government is or has ever been concerned with that average person. And I think the problem is, is that the government right now is able to, in, in a, to use a sports analogy, slip Sally through the alley. Meaning if you look at so many of our macroeconomic statistics right now, the things look bright. I could say to you, I could, if you didn't know anything else, Roy, I could walk up to you on the street and say, well, I've got really good news, Mr. Green, Roy, real GDP, the value of our goods and services is strong and it's rising and unemployment is low and the Canadian dollar is relatively strong. And you would say to me, that all sounds great. And I would say, yes, if I was a liberal, I would say, yes, it is. And aren't we lucky? The truth is, Roy, we're not. It's not great. It's not good at all. The ugly hidden agenda right now, and Mr. Cowan touched on this, is we are on the verge of a recession in this country because thanks to what's been allowed to happen to inflation, people cannot afford their lives anymore. And I'm not talking about that vacation to Bora Bora. I'm talking about putting food on the table and paying rent. So that's where we are right now, Roy. Somebody has to stand up and pull the sheet off of the, the hidden magic trick and say, we're not in a good position. We are in a bad position. So we look at uh, the reality of interest rates continuing to climb. We look at the reality of inflation at a 30-year level, or at a level it hasn't been at for more than 30 years, and probably continuing to climb. Is there a, is there a time frame that you can ascertained by looking into your crystal ball, give us an idea when there might be some relief. And if there's nothing in the way of sort of static relief on the horizon, what can governments do? And I think I know the answer. What, but I'll ask you, what can governments do to release or relieve at least some of the pressure on the so-called average person? It's very hard. I have to say it's very hard right now because you have the Bank of Canada who is committed 
to 2% inflation. But we know that if that was their mandate, then they're failing miserably. But as I've said, we can't be too, too hard on the Bank of Canada because they take their marching orders from across the street and they've been having to contend with this massive billions and billions of dollars being thrown out at people. So if I was going to look into a crystal ball, which I caution people, don't ever invest on my crystal ball, but I think we're about a year and a half to two years away from any type of relief. And that's because, as I said before, when you take the veil off, the numbers are so strongly against making payments. They are so strongly against purchasing power. We have so grossly eroded the value of our wealth and the value of our income and the value of our wages that I don't think that the average person in this country, frankly, has much of a chance right now than to just hang on for dear life for the next little while. Unfortunately, as you know, Roy, the economy isn't a physics lab. You don't pull a lever and something happens. They've raised interest rates. They're going to raise interest rates more. And there is going to be a positive effect about that. But if you think that that's going to fix the supply chain and that's going to fix the housing crisis, then you're living in fantasy land. And so it's going to be a very bumpy ride for a little while. Interesting as well, because uh, we spoke last weekend with Sylvain Charlebois from Dalhousie University, a food professor. He's going to be on with us in the next hour because one of the most fundamental requirements is nourishment, is food. And we had, I thought it was a fairly definitive conversation about where food costs are going, what's happening. And then I just saw uh, yesterday, Professor Charlebois had tweeted that interest uh, or inflation, as far as food is concerned, could go up 9 or 10% by midsummer, if not sooner. So this is all sort of, it's, it's the perfect storm that is descending on the average Canadian. And then I look at something, I look at this uh, Global Financial Stability Report from the International Monetary Fund, and I steeled myself to read some of it, most of it, try to understand it, and I went back to their news release, and I'm just fixated on this sentence. Um, or two sentences. Central banks should act decisively to prevent inflation from becoming entrenched without jeopardizing the recovery. Policymakers will need to confront the structural issues brought to the fore by the war, including the trade-off between energy security and climate transition. Have we not been talking about that? We've been talking about it for a long time. I mean, and you can now put these two topics together. I have so much to say about this because it's infuriating. But when it comes to food and it comes to energy, these are two areas that Canada, as a resource-rich country, should never have to look outside and never have to worry about. But, you know, as we've said before, we don't exploit these comparative advantages. And so we have to look outside. We have to import for things that we have no need to import. And so that just makes the prices higher. And, you know, Roy, you brought up something I said yesterday to one of your colleagues on chorus perfect storm this is the economic perfect storm high demand low supply there is nowhere for prices to go and when you say that other thing that you mentioned that wonderful quote that you have to have a doctorate to understand basically economics isn't supposed to be for the elite it's supposed to be for the masses so let me translate we're in trouble prices have nowhere to go but up for the foreseeable future Thank you very much, Liberal government. And for people that are going to write in and say, it's not totally their fault, you're right. It's just mostly their fault. Yeah. So my silly definition of inflation continues to be, I think, somewhat relevant. And that is that you go to the gas station and the grocery store on the same day and you can't afford to fill up it either. 
It's well, it's true, Roy. And you know what? And here's the thing really quickly. You know, it depends who you ask for opinions. And if you want to ask tenured professors and medical doctors their opinions, then you're going to get very stratified samples, right? But when you ask opinions, you know, I always say economics is about people. Go ask a person earning $50,000 living in Ontario how they're doing. How are their expenses doing? And they're going to tell you the truth because people that are affected by economics give real answers about economics. And people that are in that middle class category are being eaten alive right now by what's being eaten away at their salaries and their wages and their wealth. And there's no other way to look at it. We are in for a recession. It is coming. And when the government tells you the first thing I said, but no, but the macro variables are strong. Don't believe it, Roy. It's a veil. Yeah, and um, Minister Gilbo and the Prime Minister Trudeau, of course, are going to tell you that you can have a $5,000 subsidy when you buy that sixty or seventy or $80,000 EV. It just doesn't make it. How can, you, how can you look people squarely in the eye, knowing what's going on, and say these things? I'm going to tell you how you do it, Roy. You, you sign an alliance with the NDP, so you have five years to think about it. If you want to hear more, subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.